something unrelated, but we were. Oh, here we go. Where's Michael? All right. It's oh, him. There he is. Hey, 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 hey. What's up? What's up? Dennis, have at it. Just keep going. Let me slow um, down. No, I was just reading Evan real quick. So, um, as as we did this before, Mikers, are we cool with just in, letting everyone introduce themselves real quick, and then we can uh, start chatting about topics? Totally. Yeah, I'm I'm super informal with this. Um, I think that's best. Just let it flow. Yeah. So before we before we begin, uh, as as sta as stated, uh, we're we're live right now. Uh, we have our trusty crack bot. Recording this episode right now, uh, we are doing this in informally, as to speak. That we will be uh, letting everyone talk in a sense uh, tonight. But uh, once we actually start doing these in a regular interval, that is every week, um, we will be uh, pretty formal about it, and uh, we will be on topic as much as we can and share information um, as much as possible about what's been going on in the community, what's new on the market, so to speak, when it comes to technologies and stuff like that. So um, let's begin with, uh, let's uh, introduce ourselves real quick. So let's start from top to bottom. Um, underscore Gan, uh, let's start with you. Um, so just quickly, uh, what's your name? Uh, how, how much experience do you have? And uh, what do you do? Oh, cool. Um, my name is uh, Logan. I don't know if you guys can hear me. All right. Is oh, yeah, you're absolutely fine. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, my name is Logan. Um, I'm based in Los Angeles, and I've been a full stack developer working with TypeScript for the last three years. That's amazing. So, yeah. That's super cool. <laughs> Could you uh, briefly just get into, like, right before you became a developer, were you, was that, like, a surprise jump, or was that, like, you studied, yeah. you know, Java in school, and you worked your way up to it. Uh, well, uh, so I, I'm actually self-taught. Um, I used to work at a marketing agency, and while I was working there, I would build some tools to help, like, streamline some of the, the business processes that we had. And so that's how I kind of got into it. And then I just ran with it, and now I'm actually just about to start a master's program in computer science, so to get some more formal education, I guess. How but, often do yeah. you deal with ops? With what, sorry? Uh, well, with server-side, when you have to type something in Linux, I mean. Um, I guess, like, I'm working with the, like, I usually use, like, Windows subsystem for Linux at work. Uh, but with the server, we actually just run, like, a basic node server that um, has, like, a Postgres database. And um, our primary backend is actually NetSuite. So I don't know if you guys have heard of that. It's, like, a, a big... Um, enterprise resource management system, kind of like I... Oracle, I guess, but uh, a little bit more like user friendly for our sales team and stuff. But we use that a lot. And so we build some scripts to pull data from that and process it. That, oh, that makes sense that you um, have fewer operations problems if you're using Postgres. I love Postgres. So we're like, yeah, yeah. We're, we're like a super small team. So our development is like, uh, I think it's like three, three people, basically. So we don't really have a lot of like DevOps stuff, mainly just like Azure uh, pipelines. And um, we use the uh, Azure, like Microsoft Azure in general. 
Cool, cool. And and just for some some framing, I think we wanted to facilitate some discussion around um, Reddit and around this Discord in particular in regards to to web dev. And um, you know, I, I think a lot of us also are self taught um, too. So just you know, if you could just give a quick statement on maybe like how you ended up on the Discord and um, what how you are experiencing it. Yeah, that's that's great. I've actually I'm pretty new. I like uh, just joined um, a couple weeks or maybe last week. So I found it through the Reddit, um, the web dev Reddit, and I've been following that subreddit for a while. And I don't really have a lot of like developer friends, I guess. Um, I have, you know, like the people that I work with, but they are uh, not not as like into it, I guess. But yeah, so I've just been kind of lurking the, the Discord a little bit, checking out everything and um, super excited to have found it because it seems like a great resource, not just for like learning, but also like community. So yeah, it's mainly the Reddit. <laughs> thinking about not having developer friends. Well, now you have a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. That's let's, great. Let's keep the flow going with uh, people introducing themselves. So uh, next up, A1 Dinero. Uh, so pretty much the same question. Uh, what's your name? Where you come from? How did you learn about the community? And uh, what's your role? Hey, everybody. My name is Anthony. I actually live in Chandler, Arizona. Um, I'm just getting started in uh, web design. I work for uh, a web hosting company right now, and I've always just been interested in design or something along that way. But uh, yeah, I just started out maybe like a month ago. Um, I just was on Discord one day and I just wanted to immerse myself, just get all the knowledge that I possibly could as fast as possible with web design and development. So I just was on Discord. I just searched up web design and I found this and I just joined it. So I've just been lurk lurking around, looking at things, um, taking free courses wherever I can. I'm in school right now that I just started up uh, Monday for web design. I'm currently taking a WordPress course and a web development course. So I'm just starting out brand new. Any information can help. Great, That's great, awesome. Dennis. I'll let you keep facilitating this. Well, absolutely. Uh, let's let's keep going. So, Alan, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, that's a no. Illusion Shadow. All right. Um. Uh. So, I don't have a job in web development or web design yet, but I would like one, and most likely either work for a company or freelance. Currently, right now. Uh, I've landed one client from the server for doing freelancing work, and that was pretty cool. That was my first client, so yeah. Um, I uh, I like I like cybersecurity. Like I'm I'm really into cybersecurity aspects of web development. I think it's interesting, and uh, I'm terrible at front end right right now, but I'm going to get better. I'm still learning that, but back end's more my specialty right now because I uh. I didn't, when I got into programming, I first got into C++, so I have more of an understanding of uh, uh, the syntax of a programming language like JavaScript or Python for a backend instead of HTML and CSS or frontend. 
anyways, that was a long introduction, and that's me. <laughs> All righty. Uh, Angel Dust. Uh, so Angel Dust is going to skip the round. So Artem77. What does that name sound familiar? I think you've been here like previously on the podcast. Uh, seems like Artem's going to skip around as well. Hello, guys. Oh, here we go. I wasn't on the last podcast. It's the first time. Uh, I found uh, your uh, channel just only for looking for any information about web development, just because I started uh, not far ago in study in web development. Uh, take a course. Uh, with um, education program of uh, such companies Yandex, it's uh, very popular. It's uh, Russian Google, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And oh. uh, looking for information, studying, and uh, trying to improve myself in uh, HTML, CSS, uh, JavaScript, and web development. So thank you. Let's keep going. Uh, so. Uh, one of my favorites here, the man that's actually, uh, that I should, well, he kind of uh, introduced me to the company that I'm currently working at, Atos Blade. Uh, if you would introduce yourself. Ah, awesome. Uh, okay, so my name is Adam. Uh, I'm 21 years old. I've been coding professionally uh, for about three years now, basically, the day I finished high school. Uh, on the side, I've been coding for probably like, 10 years working on like smaller games and such. And yeah, I'm currently a freelance software developer. Uh, I work with uh, primarily with uh, earlier stage startups. I primarily use uh, React, Vue, Django, Python, stuff like that. And I make uh, games on the side with Godot engine. And yeah, that's it. Also hit me up if you have like any questions about development or freelancing in general. I'm more than glad to help. Cool, and, and feel free to to plug um, your game, or you know, feel free to drop some info like that. Oh, there are currently just some pretty shitty HTML5 games. I mean, that that they are exported from Godot Engine, but they are pretty shitty right now. So I'd rather not. Cool. Nothing, <laughs> nothing on the App Store. <laughs> oh, let's keep One going. Yeah. Uh, Azo. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing your name right. Oh, no, Mike. Uh, B. Uh, Zuku CS? I, I, I'm yes, sorry. I'm, yes, I'm hello. Okay, so short introduction. Um, my name is Lucas. I'm 20 years old. Um, I work for a company that creates mostly uh, stores and shops. So, like online, something close to maybe like a smaller Amazon, something like that. Um, I started with web dev when I was like 14, 15 ish. And I was playing with a friend CS like a lot, like Cisco. And uh, there was the time where there was a lot of gambling websites, <clears throat> and we wanted to like have one. So I started looking into the like how it's made, and then I eventually started building one. Um, and yeah, that's how I like got interested into web dev. And then I uh, started learning like frameworks and tools. And then I got a job at a company because in high school I was doing practice. Um, 
and it was like a month and then they asked me if i want to stay for vacation and then yeah that's how i started so if you have any like questions or anything feel free yeah to i do um i was yeah. in that space too the cs gambling okay yep. you don't mind me asking which site were you involved in i don't know if you can share that um so well i cannot really say the names because of ndas right like no yeah. disclosure yeah but uh i could no i'm i can't really say the names also it's a podcast so maybe not really but uh yeah it wasn't like the biggest ones it was like the middle ish like pretty decent one is or actually two are still working because we kind of sold them and then they just managed them on their own um you know it's it's a sketchy uh topic right Mm -hmm. so people always sometimes look at it like um maybe it's not a good idea sometimes you can even get banned on some discord channels for like asking basically about about it like back in the day when i was trying to learn it i asked people like how do you do this and they would basically say like don't make a gambling website right because you're gonna get banned so yeah but it it was a very good business and uh we actually made always sure it was legit not because i know a few friends that agreed to make some like rigged websites so I was never into it. Yeah, yeah. fair. That whole scene was yep. definitely sketchy. Because usually the websites would take like a rake. And, uh, but yeah, anyway, it's a development podcast like about technology. So, mm-hmm. yep. like we oh, used uh, Node.js. Um, there was Team API involved into it. And then basically like front end was uh, React. Um, um, we used MongoDB and then Redis for and Socket IO for like the connections. That's pretty much it. For my understanding, I thought you said CS gambling, and I thought that was Counter Strike gambling, which I was like, that's cool. But um, is that what, um, what do you uh, <laughs> do? You just mean like general, like like playing blackjack on the internet for money, or yes, is yes, yes, like this, like this, yeah, like a cool. go online, like a casino, but for skins, right? Oh, like for Counter-Strike? Yeah, for CS, but we used also have uh, websites for H1Z1, uh, Rust, Dota 2 items like this. Because usually it would look the same, but would just have a different domain, like the name of the website and then Dota 2 or CS, you know? like So the same, okay. but for different t- type of games, yeah? Great. All right. But uh, actually, it's what I liked about it was that I made a very good friends with like other devs that also have a lot of knowledge and it basically got me into doing websites and working where I am and now I'm studying at a university doing like cybersecurity so it's pretty nice you know like I, I quit doing like gambling websites but I like coding which is very fun of course uh, just because there's a lot of us tonight. actually I didn't expect even though I did mass bang everyone but I didn't expect this many people to actually show up uh for the sake of time let's let's keep continuing with the introductions but let's just keep them a little bit shorter and if you guys have any questions to that you want to ask the person that's introducing themselves please uh dm them or just use the podcast text channel to post those questions because uh we have stuff that we want to talk about once the introductions are done and uh we want everyone to you know introduce themselves tonight um, so next up is Boomar. Uh, he left. Uh, see you. 
Hi, I'm Siu. I'm 16. Um, I, I don't know why I'm here and how I got here. I, I'm new to web dev, I, learning frameworks like React and stuff. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, Cyborg. Uh, seems like, yeah, Cyborg's going to skip around. Uh, Evan. Can you uh, turn up your mic a little bit? Yeah, sure. Sorry. Uh, there you go. Introduce yourself, please. All right. Yeah. Um, hey, guys. My name's Evan. I'm 22 years old from uh, Norway. Uh, currently in my second year of a bachelor in um, web development at a university here in Norway. And um, I joined this Discord actually just about a year ago. I think it was... I just checked it was 27th of October last year. So, yeah. Nice. So, next up, uh, Forna. Hello. I'm taking a game development course in my local college and in Scotland. And in the coding parts, it's C sharp. Um, but before I took this course, I've been heavily interested in mostly web design and interestingly enough, HTML web games and Flash games before that died. So whoever was talking about making shit uh, uh, HTML5 games, I sent you a DM, but you should probably accept my friend request. Another game dev, nice. Uh, Gigalus. Hey, uh, I'm Odoo developer. Uh, I finished uh, a Python course and started like doing Django sites and then switched to Odoo. It's like same as Django, but it's kind of bigger with big JavaScript framework. So basically, my stack is uh, Python backend, front end, CSS, JS, like whatever. And now I'm switching to a uh, DevOps part, which I was, uh, which that's why I asked it uh, again uh, about it, because uh, like, how is it? Uh, uh, well, there's so much information. Like, I have a question for you guys. Uh, how do you manage your time? Because like, I'm I'm feeling like I'm spending way too much time on uh, programming and. Uh, like where where when do you have time to like have a free life go outside and mm -hmm. <laughs> look at street <laughs> programmer plus free life like that's not a thing um i'm happy i i know there's like a structure that dennis is trying to keep us to and i'm happy to address that question i think it's so great um you know one like if you're an employee at a company it's it's really good to have boundaries um you know so like the whole world shouldn't necessarily fall on your shoulders. So if it means communicate, it can be as simple as just communicating with your manager, like, hey, I'm working too hard. Like, let's start trying to help me, you know, and, and just kind of oh, sharing no. that. Um, yeah. And then, you know, a, a different, more technical tactic is just like, I was doing that when I was starting DevOps, type of work, I had this like rule of three, where if I had to do something, um, the first time I would just do it, like uh, bounce a server, or refresh a database or whatever. Um, the second time I would do it and start to think about how to automate it, you know, like, oh, this is the second time I've had to 
reset Redis when, you know, this data field got corrupted or something. And then by the third time, I would just, just sit down and automate it. So if it's possible to not over-automate things, like you don't have to create a robust solution for a one-off problem. And then kind of the opposite is if you're constantly doing stuff, um, just like at a certain point, be like, okay, this is silly. I've done this too many times. I need to automate it. Just quick thoughts on that. Well, my guess, I'm coming from other side when I'm out automating everything. And uh, you see, like all projects are so interesting and the, there's so uh, little time in uh, our uh, working day. So you have to work more to cover more. And like, it's just tearing you apart a little bit, you know, it's, it's like interesting. You're like lighting up and you're doing it, but then you're like, oh, what the hell? Where where did uh, our day gone? You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess if you're doing what you love, that's good. Yeah, and if you're so excited by it that you lose track of time, that that speaks well to it. Yeah, but Michael Dennis, can you uh, maybe keep us moving, and then we can get back yeah, to yeah, this sure. conversation? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, next up is hey. So basically, I am a, uh, I mean, I'm a junior developer. I just started from, I mean, last, uh, from last five to six months. I did some stuff with uh, Django and also with some front-end stuff like CSS, HTML, JavaScript. And really, I am, I started learning uh, React. So if uh, anyone have any suggestion, uh, that would be beneficial for me. So thank you so much. It's a great approach uh, for introducing everyone and with interact uh, so many developers. So uh, thank you so much. Anytime. Next up is Kaya. Hey, I've been working on uh, full stack projects for the last eight years. My stack's mainly React frontend and for backend I use Node API and Postgres. Um, more recently, like at Gigalas, I've been moving into DevOps, so doing AWS stuff and kind of learning that. So definitely an interesting field. That's pretty much it. All righty. Uh, next up, uh, LagX wants to be skipped. Uh, Mark. Uh, I'm a 17 years old web developer from Brazil. I work with programming sync this beginning of this year. That is it. Nice. Next up, uh, Red Eagle. Uh, seems like Red Eagle's not gonna be speaking. Uh, next up is Ray. Um, seems like Ray's gonna be skipping it as well. Um, Saul Goodman. Hey guys. So I've been learning web development on my own for the last six or seven months or so, mainly through Udemy courses. And it's mainly Mernstack. So yeah, I hope I get my first job in web development soon. I'm going to post some projects. You guys can check them out. That's it. Nice. Next up, uh, Salifas. Hi, uh, yeah, I'm Aaron, I'm 26 from England. 
And I started looking at web dev like last week, I think it was. Um, I was a cinema manager, got put back on furlough. Um, and so I went for a career change. I uh, went back to college and this is where I'm at. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, next up is Chat C. Seems like uh, there's not going to be an introduction for that person. Uh, Skibaro. Hey, everyone. My name is Jose, and I have a mathematical background. I have been working on different industries such as um, civil engineering, ad tech, finance, uh, and so on. Uh, I am mainly a back-end developer, uh, but I, uh, years ago, I started working on front-end as well using Angular and most recently React. And basically my goal is to try to make something pretty so I can show to the world. Uh, unfortunately, all of my websites uh, are not as presentable. So I'm hoping to learn a little more about web design and so on. Uh, skip thanks, uh, Stardust. Hey. Um, well, I'm from France. I've started uh, training like at the beginning of September. So it's very new and uh, it's going to be very fast training until uh, the end of December. Uh, hopefully we'll get a diploma um, by the end of that. So yeah, it's two, a two year course condensed in, into a, a three, four months training and obviously uh, they told us we're not gonna be real devs at the end of that but at least we're gonna have some knowledge uh, right now we went through all the HTML CSS architectural structures um, learned some old school how to code like with the floats without using all the flexbox stuff uh, coding all the media queries and everything just to make it like hard for us, but to understand all, everything we could. We went through JavaScript, obviously, and we only started uh, this week uh, everything about PHP and uh, learning how to get um, rich information uh, with my MySQL. That sounds like you've uh, actually went through a lot of a lot of content in a really short period of time. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, uh, and I did everything. Also, I've how oh, I had like uh, two weeks to register for that training. Uh, I was aware of that training existing uh, like recently. So then I I did like two weeks course on uh, Code Academy. They wanted uh, us to show them that we were really motivated. So we did like. Uh, all the Code Academy badges um, for HTML, CSS, uh, Ruby, um, and then PHP, and like yeah, that was just so fast. I built a fast project, like a couple of couple of pages of uh, web websites that I did about my travelings around the world and stuff like that. So yeah, in two weeks, I had really had to work hard and then I spent all summer before the beginning of the of the classes um, studying. Uh, I'm not feeling very confident. That's why I was like joining tonight 
chats to hear your about your experiences and hear your feedbacks and learn from all you guys that have known like all this for longer and yeah get some tips because i find it really intense quite hard i don't want to give up because i love it but uh, <laughs> it's really like whoa it's tough tough oh absolutely absolutely is but um just keep at it you'll get there eventually and uh don't give up no yeah. no i won't <laughs> Yeah, oh, I right. feel like a dev, you know, I, I'm I'm in field for like two years and I'm not feeling like I'm real developer. <laughs> I think <laughs> syndrome or uh, I don't I remember think we... the name, but imposter syndrome. Yeah. So like, yeah, uh, <laughs> I feel like dev anytime because you're always learning. So, yeah, it's and really strange because you're growing. So it's kind of this. Sorry to interrupt you, but this imposter syndrome, I've discovered it uh, very recently, like in my life as a person. And uh, my background is completely different from coding and all this. Well, I've always been interested into computers and everything. But, you know, like for, for the first time, I'm actually doing something I really enjoy. But yeah, that imposter syndrome I've heard like recently, and it's strange to see that it's being mentioned in in the dev world more than any in any other professional field, I would say. So because it's more honest field, to be honest. Ah, <laughs> maybe. Anyhow, let's keep it rolling. Uh, next yes. up, Katsuya. Oh, you want to be skipped? All righty. Uh, TJ Steele. Yeah, you're right. I am bad about me, so I'm 33 from the UK, so England. I've been a developer for a couple of years now. I started off like programming stuff in college and then didn't really get into it then, but after getting jobs in like doing IT support, I was automating pretty much everything. And they're like, why aren't you a programmer? You kind of should be. <laughs> so upskilled a bit and moved into development a couple of years ago. Do like a bit of everything. So Java, JavaScript. Been doing like a full stack application on my own uh, for the last year or two for doing online race management, which that's like a full stack app using. MongoDB, uh, Angular, Node.js. It's been pretty fun. That's pretty cool. Uh, next up, Toon Warrior. Hey. Hello. Um, so I just joined in. Uh, what am I doing exactly? Uh, you're going to be introducing yourself. Sure. So I got into computer programming. So in high school, I started web development just based off a basic class first thing i did was get into google adsense got my friends to click a bunch of ads for me and made a hundred bucks that way <laughs> um since then uh, i took computer programming at college but that didn't really like like by the time i graduated i didn't know anything because they just dropped a bunch of languages on me and i had a hard time differentiating you know, server-side development back-end development front-end de development they taught you how to build applications, but they never told you how to deploy it on the web. So I was kind of just doing odd jobs here and there. 
then eventually I got into Udemy and started doing courses there. And uh, I figured I learned the modern web stack development there uh, with React and all that. But I've been getting into a lot of Shopify development recently, and I've been pretty much contracting since then. So yeah, <laughs> that's my story. Venus. Oh, my name is Vinas. I'm from Czech Republic and studying the high school of graphic design. I've got into coding by game called Counter-Strike Global Offensive and I met uh, several servers with language called SourceSpawn, which is similar to C++. Then I wanted to make some website for it, so I started with web development and that's how I got it into web development. I've been working with it, with it for like six months, and since I have now free, much of free time, I'm trying to learn new things. So now I'm learning React, and that's pretty much it. And last thing is like I like your content of making like interactive podcast with people like that. Alrighty, and we have a Weevo. Oh, so you will skip. Alrighty, uh, Mike, Chris, do you want to do your own little bit, little introduction, and then I can uh, wrap it up with introducing myself. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Uh, my name is Mike Gers, and um, I started this Discord a bit ago, and I think like a decade earlier, I started the Web Dev Reddit. Oh, and um. 34 um, and live in Manhattan. Um, but yeah, I was like browsing web design a lot <laughs> and learning web development. And I was like, I feel more like a web developer, but there isn't a Reddit for that. Um, so, <laughs> um, so I made that. And yeah, I, I think my main goal and focus that I want to you know, keep thinking about is just like community, and having this be an open place um, where people can learn. And like so many of you all, um, I was a self-taught web developer. Um, a lot of the cool programs that the people you, you just who introduced yourselves are in like your master's program or all these other amazing things like weren't really there um, at the, you know, a decade ago plus um, when I was learning. So, um, but what I did learn from is, uh, free node on IRC, like that was just such an amazing community. So I was able to learn um, jQuery um, through that channel <laughs> <laughs> um, and kind of got my foray into web development and that just spirit of um, just being like a totally open, non-gate kept community um, and just focus on like learning and helping people. And I got my first uh, job actually out of um, the Cake PHP um, IRC channel. Um, so I've just, you know, tried keeping that spirit going in this community. Alrighty, then I can, I suppose I can uh, shortly introduce myself then. So as, as it's obvious, uh, my name is Dennis. I've been uh, writing code since 2014 on and off, uh, picked it back up uh, and dedicated my full attention to programming, well, learning how to code, actually. Nice that was, uh, could you, what's that called? Um, 
and dedicated my full attention to writing code back when I was 17. Um, and uh, as I've been uh, leaving high school, I got my first job, which I ended up not working at uh, because I couldn't move. And uh, here I am right now, age of 20, working professionally for a company for the last two months. Anyhow, so uh, since we've all introduced <laughs> ourselves, uh, let's, um, if we could please uh, minimize the chatter now in the channel, and we can actually start talking about the topics for tonight, and that is what's been going on in this community, and uh, we're going to be talking about something that me and Mike have been talking about last night, and that is promoting chat par voice chat parties on the server and uh, hackathons. So if uh, if you would uh, like to start it off, Mikers, uh What's been going on? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, in these notes, this was a little more abstract in my mind than like a, a topic we, we talk about, but, you know, it, it is a little meta, but I, yeah, I would love maybe feedback on like, um, you know, like, like how we can engage more. And, and so this is like a voice channel. So is there any way to, um, us as admins or just members of the community here like encourage uh voice chats like is is that a productive um way of learning de web development and then you know maybe number two is like this idea of hackathons like we could do this kind of thing where it's like okay this week's hackathon topic is like buying a bagel using paypal um or whatever <laughs> but like maybe there's some way to like facilitate like maybe there's a weekend where we somehow as a community all learn like react router you know or maybe like how to build like a a simple enough so that it's like tractable like app in maybe the following week is like vue.js like like would is there a way we can do something like that and maybe like, has anyone seen that happen anywhere else in like a different Discord or a different community? So those are kind of like the questions I was curious to hear answered. But you know, Dennis or anyone else, like, are those silly questions? Are those um, good questions? Or do you have any answers from? Um, let me uh, jump on that because uh, I am in another Discord channel. Uh, it's called NYC Python, and they have. Uh, weekly meetup where they just uh, just jump in on, on different uh, voice channels and for different topics. Uh, one of the purposes is, for example, uh, show and tell when where someone wants to showcase some, something that they built and people can ask questions about the tech stack they used and you know about uh, different approaches. Uh, probably they get feedback about um, you know how to improve whatever they they built and so on. Um, also, you know something that that I find very engaging is to uh, have these voice voice chats about uh, you know for example myself I, I am a, a independent consultant so business strategies about being a consultant uh, you know that that's very helpful to share across the community so uh, I find that very very interesting. And yeah, I'm hoping that you know, and I can find such a an opportunity in the web dev world as well. And yeah, I'm looking forward to see something like that uh, developing in 
this channel. I love that. I absolutely love that. I love the idea of having something that's happening on Discord be called a meetup. Um, I, I think that's super <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, like as opposed to like a voice chat party or <laughs> whatever other ideas we had. I think that makes a lot more sense. And um, yeah, I think the like, I don't know, maybe there's a different Python meetup in New York. Um, but I've like been to a bunch of their meetups and used to work at a company that um, hosted some of their meetups and have a ton of like respect for, for what they do. So that's a good tip to re-engage and rethink about them. And then um, on your last point, you know, I, I think I'm super excited about the technical and non-technical conversations happening. So there's uh, a bunch of people introduced themselves and said they found work off of this Discord. That's super cool. Um, and there's a few different channels and stuff around that. So um, that, that's great feedback. Thanks. I absolutely, I absolutely love that idea. And also something that I was just thinking about as you, as Skabar was proposing his idea is uh, using, so we're all, pretty much all of us are familiar with the uh, concept of pair programming. Uh, you know, pair programming using text channels is uh, pretty hard. And especially since Discord has built-in support for desktop sharing as well, you, you could we could easily use voice channels to go ahead and uh, pair, pair program with other developers around the world in a simple voice channel room. And it's one of the more effective ways to learn from other people. Well, if not the most effective, to be fair. I don't know what you guys think about it, but um, I think that you know, using that concept would actually, first of all, make us stronger as a community. We're pretty strong right now, but uh, just you guys showing up tonight is a is a uh, great statement towards that. But um, I think that more people would end up being more people would end up engaging with other people and uh, yeah. learning from them. Yeah, it would just be an amazing experience, wouldn't it? Maybe something we could do, Dennis, is like a. Like taking the concept of pair programming, but kind of like throw like a Twitch live stream kind of vibe into it. So like it's it's really hard to get a whole bunch of like teams together for a hackathon where there's like 15 teams and they're all working together. But maybe we could get like one person to volunteer where it's like they're gonna maybe for their own like education want to build an app using like you know, Angular, blah, 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 like, um, or, or like, like I've recently been learning Next.js and just like keep making random apps like with Next.js to learn more about Next.js and React. So maybe we could do something where someone is streaming and instead of there being one pair programmer, there's kind of like the whole Discord. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of like helping him or learning um, but like that, that might be like a cool concept. Um, ha has anyone had any experience with that in the past? I think for a while there was this hacker wars and they were posting on, on web dev a bunch. And I think I like, like stickied one of their posts like a few times. Um, and I, I like watched a few of them and that, that kind of concept was pretty cool to me. Oh, you, you're referring to um, you're referring to Dev Wars. Dev Wars, yeah. yeah. Or like mo a lot of us actually ended up competing in Dev Wars as well. I, I just I just linked. Oh, cool! Twitter. No way! What was that like? 
Oh, it was amazing. I I I was I uh, participated in like five different chal uh, five different uh, events back then. I know that Gmem, uh, one one of the other head admins around here, actually for the guys that are uh, new to the server, uh, he used to be a um, moderator there as well. Uh, but yeah, it's basically Dev Wars was. I think they're they're still running. I'm not sure actually. It uh, was a um, a live game show where web developers, well, uh, three man web teams of web developers. One developer would be uh, responsible for the HTML part. The other one would be responsible for CSS, and you would have a JS dev as well on the team. And there would be a topic, uh, for example, a simple a simple app that you had to build in 60 minutes. And then uh, everyone who was watching the stream would vote on which team actually uh, won. That's super cool. I, I see that on their Twitch channel. The last post was five years ago. Um, no, I'm, I'm watching. No, 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 on the website you have a recap. Oh yeah, games from now. Like oh, okay. Last two months. Two months ago, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome! Great. I guess they just gave up on Twitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, a demo is, cool. is a uh, yeah, it's a pretty cool concept which we could well reuse in the sense as if as using a Twitch Twitch live stream to like yeah, or that concept you can yeah. do it with Discord, like you said. I would love to do something where it's like the theme or the focus is maybe on like a technology that people vote for. Oh. Yeah, instead of building um, an app, like giving them a, an app as a topic, you would give them a piece of tech. Yeah, yeah. So the app like can definitely be interesting, um, but if it's as boring as like a to-do app or just like a you know a placeholder, but yeah. like the technology that we choose is like using um, you know the the I don't know I'm making all this up as I go like the latest version of react has some feature around use effect or something like that like that that you know like a uh, top chef or iron chef or that show is like but there's a special ingredient but it, it's focused on like learning oh. like learning a new school skill or or maybe just like writing a really clean react app or something like that that'd be really cool yeah, but it's a great. What, idea. what types of like technologies or ideas or apps to build come to mind? Anyone in the channel wants to unmute for a sec? Yeah, but actually, something um, like a live project. Maybe, uh, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, one thing I've been trying to do, if you don't mind me hopping in, like for yes, my please. online rest manager app, I've got that all set up on GitHub, and um, I've gone a bit heavy on project management side of it at the minute, so. I've added like a massive bunch of issues and then like graded them with like different difficulties and priorities and stuff. And a couple of oh, people that's cool. on it with me. I'll just get Yeah, it's kind of like the, a, like an open like, source app barn building. Like, you know, like the like the settlers in America would get together the community and just like build someone's barn. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much it, yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's for the race community, I'm not like building it for profit or anything, but uh, the people that are coming into it are pretty like non-experienced developers. So I'm like, well, here's a bunch of things that needs doing on the application that I think are really easy that you could probably manage, and then they can just give it a try. Then because GitHub, you can do like protected branches and stuff. Oh, There's yeah. no way they can wreck the main code. They can just make a pull request to it. If I 
find any plug and like teach them through on actually when you started talking about uh the whole project thing i i had like uh an idea came up in my mind well like imagine having a website where people could for example put their ideas for a, a project or a program or a task so it's like a, like a trello roadmap kind of i don't know if you or you like kind of just pin the idea of a project and people could for example like vote which one is like the best and then um, you could have like a kind of challenge where people would code it mm-hmm. and then push mm-hmm. it to like GitHub. And then we could like mm-hmm. maybe like a review of like how it looks, how it works. And then maybe yeah. like the best projects get put onto like a separate website, like a showcase website, kind of like a gallery with like there a. Is already, uh, there I mean, is I'm quite already that. Here, it's called uh, Project Unicorn. Yeah, I'm quite new here, but do you have a website to go along with this Discord? Because if not, um, that's a good project for you. Project Unicorn. Yeah, yeah, that's that's or... what I'm thinking too. TJ is um, it, like all the stuff um, you're. Yeah, sorry, the other guy was just talking about. Um, it's a project like that can be the first project is building that infrastructure. Yeah, because <laughs> if you don't, I don't know if you do or have a website already, but if not, then get a people with like different specialities. So get someone that knows how to deploy it on to the internet somewhere. So you can have like your DevOps guy, you can have your front end and your back end guys and some designers and some database yeah. designer guys and just make yeah, like actually. an issue for every single thing. You can make like projects and I don't know if anyone works along in like agile methodology, but you can set up GitHub projects pretty well to suit like how agile methodology works as well. Okay. So I know somebody earlier mentioned like how the program is not overrun the self into the floor and have to spare time. Like <laughs> initially, I can't remember who said that, but uh, initially mm-hmm. I just literally had a massive list of issues and I'm like, that's ridiculous. It's never ending. I'll never do it. And then when I've like gotten my latest project at work, like they do everything in agile and I'm like, I'm going to use that. Yeah, oh, totally. <laughs> so, like, I've set my little hobby project up into sprints, and it's like, well, this next sprint, I'll go through my issues, oh, wow. and I'll pick, like, that's interesting. I'll just pick, like, a list of issues that I think I can manage within a month that's not going to overload me. And I'm like, yeah, I'll just do them, and then if I finish them early and I can be bothered to do more, I'll add oh, really a couple of issues into the sprint, but... Then it's yeah, like, it sounds well, like a super healthy way of like managing your free time and your your hobbies. I get caught up yeah, with my stuff. Like, like I'll make a little list of I want to do this, like these seven things. And I'm like, oh, I want to do those tomorrow, and then like I don't finish it, and then I feel bad about myself. <laughs> it's like unrealistic, right? <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I've got so much to do, and I'm never going to get through it. Yeah. Like, oh. Right. But if I give like, myself well, a month to do all that stuff, it, yeah. yeah. It's always when you basically code something and then you comment fix later and then you know you're never coming back to the <laughs> never look at it again. Yeah. yeah, it's just gonna work so you don't touch it. Yeah, I, I've learned to do that for work more so. It's like the web development cliche how long does that will this feature take? And you say, oh, it's easy one hour, and then it's like a week later and like a hundred thousand yeah, yeah. hours of coding. Um, but so like professionally, I'm pretty good at being like, all right, I think it'll take two weeks, let's say four weeks. I'm just like um, doing that stuff. But I, I love that idea for your personal stuff, just being really like having that same mindfulness. That's cool. 
Yeah, there's one thing like when you speak about personal stuff, I did have the idea and Googled it and other people do it as well. Is they use GitHub projects to manage their like actual life as well. Like this is what <laughs> I want to achieve in the <laughs> project project, like, project me. Yeah, project me, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? That's cool. You, you that open up cool. a repo, you open up a repo and get up and you just call it me. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I can't remember what I called it, but it's basically like life manager, I think I called it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, well, good. keeping us on uh, Dennis's topic or on, on our focus is um kind of like these like community um events and stuff like that and and something we've done i think a little more quietly like within the mod team is we've created a a few bots um i think we like coalesced we killed one and revived another or something like that um <laughs> so we've done like on the mod team some collaborative work um and I, i'm pretty sure all that stuff is is open source and for oh, yes, the podcast like a year ago um we had a, a website or we have a website still somewhere for this, but yeah, I, I think just this idea of like leveraging the community to create tools that do community building um, and have the community build it. That's super exciting. I'm excited to see what comes out of all this. Yeah. I mean, I'm not too sure how familiar people are with GitHub. I'm assuming a lot of people use it if they, this is a room full of developers, but like you can make an organization on there and then just give everyone access to it and we can all just add projects into it and stuff if you want to open source them. I could, uh, if you need link at the GitHub tutorial, there's like a whole documentation where it basically gives you all commands and like the usage. It's like, it takes like an hour to read yeah, it. Yeah, it gets but... not like too difficult to get through to be yeah. honest. Yeah, it's pretty easy to use. You create an account and then you just pull from a repo or push and that's it. Yeah. Like what you need. Cool. Yeah. We have, I think, for like web development, Reddit, like a, a GitHub organization. Um yeah, we can definitely get, get into that. Um Yeah, I mean if you want to Yeah, and that, that can be like our first step. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think it's all all set up and yeah, I, I spend hours in GitHub a week. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think for um, web development and you know like web design, it's becoming more and more important. Um, yeah, but um, but yeah, um, Dennis, are there any things we should focus on topic wise? <laughs> I'm trying to, uh, in, in, in respect of the t current topic that we're talking about, I'm thinking about if there are any uh, ideas that we could uh, boost the, well, the Discord server is booming every, every day, little by little. We're getting new people in and out on the server like, pretty much every day. But um, I'm trying to think about ideas that we could introduce to the server itself. Recently, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if, the newer guys that are in this room right now have realized we have a uh, helpful role that's been that's given out once you earn a certain amount of points by helping other people, um, and that is uh, it. The bot itself uh, recognizes uh, gives you a point if someone uh, reacts to your message by um, with certain with certain emojis. Uh, most of them are 
the okay and tick emojis if i remember correctly i'm not even sure which emojis i enabled and uh if you uh thank someone by mentioning them and saying thank you um and that's been a great community booster on on the discord server itself and if you guys have any ideas on how to promote the discord server acti uh, activity itself uh feel free to share those ideas uh, with us excuse me i think uh easy way to promote the server is having like a kind of portfolio of the server with like fun projects that we do stuff like that um i don't know if we if there is already one is there like uh oh cool not like what about like a directory of um like because like we have um on the reddit on web dev reddit you can um there's show off saturday so any saturday you can post what you want um there's another section that's like um I, I think like a showcase type of section um but maybe building sort of like a you know do you know dribble that site oh yeah so like as a hypothetical if we built something like dribble but also made it sort of code friendly so you can maybe link github projects or showcase web work in a maybe deeper way or different way or additional way than dribble um and then sort of as a community collaboratively build that project true and then also have the discord kind of like funnel people to that maybe there's a bot command where you can the link to your page or or something fun there because or alternatively or additionally continue to augment discord to kind of facilitate that but i don't feel like discord's the best like portfolio resource i think uh he has the point right though because basically if you want to grow you need to like keep linking everywhere but like not the discord itself maybe but you rather want to reach an audience that would um join the discord more likely for example they see a nice website or a nice project and then they have like questions or they want to interact or they want to talk to people who made it and then they come over to like the the discord channel right oh, so yeah. like yeah, because sometimes, for example, when you, I think a bunch of people here used to build their own portfolio for like job or just as a project to like show their projects. So what you do, you always look up for other people's portfolio. So you like see what everyone's doing, what it looks like, and then you see their projects and then you kind of just interact with them, right? Like you see they have this and that, and maybe this would be also a good way to kind of basically get people interested in like coming over, you know what I mean? Like. Oh, absolutely, because I, I can relate to that in the sense that I used to uh, contact a lot of different people through just the contact form itself on certain portfolios uh, about certain projects that those people did. And we could um, definitely use that form factor in the sense that we could, you know, introduce a link to the Discord channel itself on the website. That, that because I believe what it would also... Um create it would create a value where not only does it um get people who watch or look at someone somebody's portfolio come over to discord but also you um people who make their like websites or projects would be more likely to upload them to your website because they would like they know they would also get uh, more people like see to see it right mm -hmm. 
So like people would be happy to um, show their projects on like your website mm -hmm. because you know they're just gonna like I don't know if if profit is the right word for it, but like there's more motiv motivated, right? Because no one really kind of looks usually for like somebody's portfolio. You just kind of scroll through, through the web. But if it's like a one place where you have a bunch of portfolios and you look at every single one and it's like, this one is cool, right? So someone is like, yo, there's a website with cool portfolios. I want to put mine as well there, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like a two-way, you know, profit. And I think that's what gets people motivated to like work on it and like show their stuff. Also, people uh, actually work on their projects more because they know they can show it somewhere, right? And then you just have people like, it's like a collaboration kind of. Yeah. Also, people can contribute to other people's projects. True. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. And uh, as a, uh, sorry, but as Illusion, Illusion Shadow actually just put it, put it in the uh, podcast channel. Uh, yeah, it literally sounds like a social media platform for, uh, for web developers in the sense, but it's going to be around and around the community itself, the, the, uh, r slash rep dev community. Yep. Yeah. Because we're not really looking to, uh, recreate a website that already exists to kind of have like a, a new GitHub or something or dribble, but you're more likely to kind of have your community, but built around it. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because in the end of the day, the reason why you want more people in the channel is so you, like, grow uh, your, like, contacts. Like, more people, you know, some, this guy knows React, this guy knows Node, like, you know? Because, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So in the end of the day, you just have, yeah, like, kind of like a repository almost with, like, ideas or whatever. I'm thinking, um, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, thinking in, in sort of two tracks right now. One is like how interesting the idea is um, as an end user, like people will be using it and what it'll do to the community in terms of just making it more social. It's like we're all talking now on this voice channel and maybe we're listening to this um stream later but at the same time it's like well who am i really talking to and what do they do and yeah like what percentage of them use react like that's a, a query like this tool could make um and then i'm, I'm also in i don't know if i want to open this kind of worms just yet uh, but thinking about like specifically like how you build it um <laughs> in terms of like technologies that it uses and separately there's like the process of how we um onboard and manage all these folks like talking now listening now to, to build it and that's another scenario but like where do we host it um and like a, a funny way of doing it might be like every post um like we use reddit as hosting and kind of like in real time um query off their api or do we use blockchain as hosting something like um a programmable database like ethereum or um filecoin which just released that i've been wanting to check out or kind of like the third option is like does someone in this community like 
set up like an AWS account or a hosting account or does someone donate hosting or, or something like that? Um, and and I, I don't know if we need to worry about any of that just yet. And we can almost make sure that things are like pluggable and programmable um, so that they can kind of exist anywhere. Well, if you think about it, the strong point of uh, this place is that you have people that use very different tools and frameworks. So I'm 100% sure there's every, uh, we have everyone that would, or people, we have like every single language, like everything you need, I believe. So I think it is doable in, in terms of like, because someone knows how to deploy, how someone knows how to build, like, um, it, it just depends what do we actually want to create because for me for example it doesn't really matter what we're creating in terms of are we copying like a platform or are we just making something new because for me it's just fun to code and like basically learn or like you know explore so i don't really not, uh, care what i'm doing it's just about the building and like helping it out like i, I think it's fun to like work in a team so I think it's yeah, and, and we could like just really initially like focus on the front end, and if you want to, um, well, we were talking about GitHub before. So another option is um, you just um, use GitHub for hosting, and even like everyone's profile is like a markup file, um, or or just a a JSON file or something like that, or something in basic. And then we do GitHub pull requests. Um, so my GitHub username is SN is SN, like those six letters. So maybe that's like the URL of my um, page and my portfolio on the site we're talking about. And I do pull requests in order to like update just that folder, you know, or something like that. And we can use something like Jekyll. Um, or those types of technologies, which like take data and take ways of generating HTML and JavaScript and CSS, and then just like compile stuff each time. Um, that would be like an interesting way to do it. I think it's very doable if because we have all the resources. But um, the only issue that we actually might have like a real issue is at some point there might be like costs depending on which uh, like hosting we choose or whatever so i don't know how we're going to maybe like go about it right because you, you can to... also stuff on heroku for free oh yeah yeah so overall so it's, it's got just like three options to start with yeah because it be someone that knows how to get it like all together one sec what's happening with craig um, it's all good. I it just um, reconnected. Oh, it, because I, I can see it airing out. <clears throat> I should be fine. Um, yeah, I'm checking it now. I, I think it's all set. Um, a moment ago, it just said, "Hey, I disconnected," so I reconnected it. I actually um, the German guy. I think his name was something like Lord Spaghetti, but I was talking with him and I helped him a lot with um he's uh, making like a service for web servers and he said that I went for free since I helped him so much so I could about that. Okay, okay. Cool. Yeah, and, and I I think we want to, you know, use something 
that just has like a really generous free tier like um heroku or even like github pages like if we can just host it on github pages that would be super cool um or netlify or um or sell or you know any of those things um that would be awesome okay there, there are like three things that we need to uh, consider it's basically uh the cost the uh, functionality because what you want to do and what you actually what you actually can do and then the third thing is um basically the scalability because when i worked on for example websites where there was for example at the beginning like 50 users online like playing or something then you have like no. 500 people and then like 5000 the scalability sometimes is like like it's hard to you know keep up with it yeah cool i i think i can handle um help or help with all that um but cool yeah i've i've some ideas for how to um manage all that scalability um yeah i don't think it'll be too crazy uh child around people anyway um <laughs> um, um, we can just trim that later. Hey, what's y'all um, niggas up to? What y'all doing? One thing that I saw, um, this is this is sort of a joke, but uh, they they hosted it on GitHub Pages, and they just use uh, I think they use jQuery and AJAX requests to uh, they hooked it up to an Excel sheet on their computer. I don't know how they did it, but they just had an Excel sheet open, AJAX, and GitHub Pages, and it worked, and it was so hilarious, but it was super slow. <laughs> What? Oh, uh, oh <laughs> I've, I've been using um, Firebase recently, which is pretty good. Firestore and Firebase. Yeah, uh, I, I used Firestore as well, and uh, it's pretty damn cool. So mm -hmm. I just dropped into this uh, chat. Like, hey, what's of... up, nigga? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, I'm laying in bed <laughs> touching myself right now. What's up, dog? All right. I was just going to ask what this, uh, what this place is that mm -hmm. I found myself in. Well, strangely, for the last like minute, it's been like a room we've had to ban people from, um, <laughs> and maybe you're one of them. But um, so why, are, uh, why are people trolling in the Discord like this, dude? What's the point? I came here with a question because I was looking around for Discords that might have uh, help for web-related stuff. Cool, awesome. Yeah, yeah, we're um, basically a, an active web development oh. community, and we're this is um, the first one we've done in a while where we're doing just like a voice chat um, to talk about mostly for this, our agenda is community building um, and sort of like more generally, like a few other specific topics. And, you know, we're recording them also. Well, if you don't mind me asking a question, I'll have to probably phrase it, but uh... I was, I was trying to look around for someone who might have a good idea. Um, D Dennis, what, what do you think? We're we're kind of um, you know have an agenda that we're in the middle of a topic. No worries. I don't want to interrupt you guys, but uh, if anyone feels like DMing <laughs> me, it's a WordPress related thing, PHP related. So. Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah. Do you want to throw the question out quickly, and people will we can chat with you? Or there's actually a WordPress you can um, specific panel. It's probably super noob question, honestly. Maybe just so, type it into hashtag podcast and someone will answer it. Yeah, I was about to say if it's if it's gonna be 
<laughs> well, it's, sadly, it is off topic what we're talking about. As you, as you've asked before, you just you just jumped into the uh, recording of it of the R slash Webdev podcast, and we're talking about community building as at the moment. No worries. I'll jump into I'll jump into somewhere else if someone feels awesome. Uh, no, no, and and thank you. Welcome to the server. And yeah, there's a few oh, tech yeah. channels. True, true, true. Thanks. Yeah, if you if you need any help uh, around the server, please DM me. I'm around. Yeah, I'll just hang out in a off ta uh, off topic chat room or whatever. Uh, if someone wants to jump in there and give it a gander, uh, I just try oh. to figure this thing out, and I feel <laughs> stupid about it. <laughs> I oh, literally just to help you. I literally just got off of work, so I'm just like, <laughs> I just came across something that was bizarre because I work in web hosting. But uh, yeah. Anyway, I'll hang out there if you guys feel free to swing by. Flex your nerd brain. Here it goes again. Sorry to interrupt. Right, thanks, man. Yeah, thanks, thanks. So we were talking about deploying it, right? Yep. And the scalability. Yep. Cool. I mean, in the end of the day, if it's not as important to keep up with like real time to a millisecond, then we should be good. Because when you you know like um web like gambling websites needed that to be like very accurate, but for a normal website. If there isn't like tens of thousands of people deploying something at the same time, it should handle it easily. Mm. Yeah, I, I've been using um, this stack that's like, that's what we call it, right? Like a stack of web technology. That's the, um, so it's like Next.js, which I, I, you know, you could just swap with React.js if you so wanted. It's not that huge of a difference, but I'm using Next.js. Um, and I'm using Firebase, and I'm using Vercel hosting, and I'm hosting the repo on GitHub, and I'm using Visual Studio and like ESLint. So just like those like six things together. Oh, and um, I'm using Bulma for CSS. Um, it just makes it like so simple to write a website. Um, and it's like free like every part of that is free <laughs> like yeah. each year of firebase well you get a pretty good pretty good pretty good database turned out of firebase you also have authentication authorization from FireOff, and then yeah you know next js server-side rendered react and Vercel, which is a great hosting platform pretty great a free tier yeah and they're the ones that made Next.js or maintain it yeah yeah, it was yeah ma maybe the way to do it too is to have the app that we're working on like have multiple options and maybe even like have an interoperability like requirement. Mm. That would be cool, like if it was federated somehow. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to figure that out as well in my head, but I'm just my 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 brain is currently just surrounded by a thick layer of fog. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, that that, that happens. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, if if we just have like, uh, I mean, if that's like, maybe the goal is like a simple sort of social media type of site where you just create an account and just like the goal is to manage like a portfolio. Um, so, uh, you know, maybe there's like a lot of front end work that we want to do, or people can just focus on front end stuff. Then we can have some kind of like firm um, 
like a stack where then there's like a data centric side of it. And it would be cool to have that, like have a few different options for that. Um, and then that's kind of the project. Yep. And we could, as as stated before, involve a lot of people with it, have a lot of fun. And uh, showcase the entire community. Everyone's going to, you know, be a part of it. Yeah, that would be cool. Absolutely. Uh, so do we want to uh, uh, talk about, well, we did talk about uh, everything, all the topics we listed except uh, hack. Well, we did mention hackathons, but um, as, as, as we talked last night, I had this idea of, which directly ties into what, what we were talking about uh, right now for the past like half an hour. Um, is uh, I proposed this idea uh, yesterday to Mikers about uh, basically having a once a week challenge where people could, uh, well, we could use this uh, web hypothetical website to uh, judge uh, projects that would be, uh, you know, posted once a week as part of a challenge, and then uh, the members of the community can go ahead and. Uh, Judge them, and we could award uh, certain well the winners of the of the challenge. I was going to give them a special role or something like that. Um, I was I don't know what do you guys think about that idea, and uh, it would be something that would be integrated with this website as well. So that will just tie in hand to hand. Um, I'm busy trying to use emojis around. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, Sorry. prize. I mean, I think everyone here is just to learn or do fun projects. So, oh yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think the the idea of like a weekly challenge and something that that is already happening on the Reddit, which is cool, is that it? You know, we can add to it kind of is like if we do build this like basic portfolio site um that could just be like a tiny bit of functionality we add is like you can either like every edit to a portfolio for a week is just swept into like a challenge or like a roundup showcase kind of automatically um or there's some way to just tag something and add it to that like on the site, um, then like then we're cooking, then we're like doing cool stuff with our our new app. That sounds interesting. Anyone has an opinion on that? Sounds like nope. Um, so. Uh... What do we uh, do? You want to talk about what's been generally going on in the developer community, uh, or uh, do we want to? We're kind of running. I think um, you know, funny enough, the guy who had the WordPress question, like, if he came like two minutes from now, maybe we, <laughs> like, like I think that would be like a cool format for the voice chat. Is um, 
And we were talking about this yesterday, Dennis, and I was saying like, there's a few, just like someone asks a question that's basically technical or maybe even career advice oriented too. Like it doesn't have to be like a coding problem, but has some kind of question or um, wants to like brag about a cool technology they're using or anything, or, or just like a little, like open it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, you know, most directly, like if someone has like a problem that they have that they're trying to solve, like a web page keeps crashing or there's a design pattern they can't get right or um, a server query is taking too long, that, that could be a cool one. Seems like no one has any questions. <laughs> seems like every, <laughs> seems like everyone's living the dream dev life of not having any bugs in their code bases. And um, I mean, I, I think uh, people do not want to talk about them here because we're talking more about like general and like you know because when yeah yeah like, no, I, I understand. I think it's uh, like um... yeah I think uh, what Illusion's saying and in, in the chat is basically. Um, we actually should maybe create like a simple page where you could just like pin ideas and then people would like vote because um, I think we should like start with planning everything out because someone is saying we need a YouTube channel. Someone is saying we need to like have this website, someone. So pin all those ideas and I like kind of start, you know, building a, a plan around it because usually that's how you kind of start with pages, right? Cool. We can use like GitHub for a lot of that. Um, like their project tracker is pretty good. So um, yeah, with all this excitement, I'll, I'll just start um, getting that going. And what, like, um, have I'll, a, like I have add people to question. it. Or people can uh, request to add to it. OK, quick question. Because I know that a, a lot of this stuff is already on the web. Like we can use uh, different, like, existing websites to do that but um i kind of like to challenge myself so if anyone is like interested in working with me like to maybe create a website like this you know what i mean like if the tech stack because like of course you have websites that do everything pretty much nowadays but i think this is um i don't know for me it's just fun to create stuff you know what i mean so maybe someone wants to also join and like we could give it a shot, right? Because maybe someone is more experienced, so it would like help with it, and someone is like less experienced, so would learn from it, you know. I mean I'm down to start like right now or after a podcast. Because I have nothing really to do right now. So That's commitment. I mean I would do this. Yeah, I'm I'm down. Um I, I have a, a a GitHub um, organization ready to go, um, so I can make anyone a user, um, and it's like the the R Web Dev um, GitHub. Because what do you really need is well, like domain, uh, hosting, a uh, database for it, right? Then uh, maybe like a user account, so we can actually track who's who and like connect it with like Discord or something because you don't want to have like random people pinning random stuff you know like trolling and then uh maybe like an admin panel to like manage it 
And then just like a if front you end. To call like, like a really simple way of people adding things to the website. You could just have them modify the code and hard code it and do a pull request. Oh, true. And then you approve them or deny them their, their content. Yeah, definitely. And just the poll manager. Yeah, and it'd be cool if we could automate security into polls, like something like that. Um, oh, yeah, you do continuous integration stuff. So, um, Oh, you have like a monitor that just makes sure that all the diffs are in the right. Because order. when we were talking about actually pulling stuff or pushing, I think there's a very important thing that um, we're working on in my company right now. For example, whenever you have a store, let's say like, I don't know, it's sneakers or it's whatever, you're selling like perfumes, right? And someone buys it and then someone goes to their Instagram and they post a picture and they tag the store and then it shows on the website. Now it's cool, right? Because it's kind of like a cross-platforming. But the issue is we had people who literally post like, uh, nudes to Instagram and then tag it, the store, and there was no like check or anything. It would just straight show on the website. Like, <laughs> can you imagine this? Like, people found that it just works and they were trolling so hard. Oh, so yeah. Now, yeah you, you just have to like secure everything nowadays because there's yeah. a bunch of script kitties that just kind of like troll. So, hmm. that's cool. So, yeah, you don't want to have someone like pin something weird just like keep yeah it i'm trying to see if there's a way that you could like request to be a member but apparently not no i don't think so we need to invite people solution for it would be basically having user accounts and then people would verify it kind of discord and you would like uh, give them permissions right to you know. we have a, a discord bot that like does stuff like you can like say like <laughs> that um and you can link your reddit to your discord oh yeah um so we could make like just the bot have permissions to make edits and then you could even like build your portfolio in a discord command if you want to do yeah i think also what um because we're like talking about what would be nice to have and stuff. I think yeah. what uh, we actually need should like start now is um, find a way to actually kind of, I don't know how to explain it. Like we have all these ideas, but we need to kind of like- um, Keep track of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like basically like, um, I don't know how to explain because everyone's saying an idea, but now how do we like actually start working working on them, right? Like we need to like uh, choose the technology and like everything, and then just kind of start. Yeah, I mean, did you have like a specific tech stack in mind for building this site? Um, well, we did mention using Next.js, Firebase, uh, FireOff, Firebase software, where it's actually can't remember the exact name. Um, and the Versal for hosting. Because that will be an entirely free stack hosted on a really generous free tier, um, which, as is with the name, free, not cost us anything to run. And uh, it would be sufficient enough for, well, since uh, it, it would be able to um, 
scale well out of the box, is what I'm trying to say. So the scalability issue that uh, was proposed would be solved right out of the box. Okay. So what actually do we need to talk or talk about right now to like get it going? Like, what do we actually need? We have the server. We have like everything. Um, the design can be like whatever you like. I would prefer, um, honestly, like dark modes because obviously that's be real. Like, you know, maybe like dark team or dark mode, something like that. I'm sorry to interrupt, but uh, Mikers just posted a uh, a GitHub projects yeah. in the podcast channel that everyone, I think, everyone should be able to see. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, so we can brainstorm. Uh, we can check out the ideas uh, within there, uh, within the uh, projects uh, board. But um, yeah, uh, we should figure out what do we want it to look like. And uh, what do we want? You know, um, we have the feature set, feature the main feature set ready in our head, as because we've been talking about it for so long now. And um, we have the uh, stack itself ready, well planned out. That is um, now. Yeah, it's about what do we want it to look like. Yeah, I think with the dark mode, light mode thing, I think that's something like. If we are doing a like Next.js app, it would be cool to code that into the Next.js app and um, have like a CSS framework that's dynamic and you know just use some of those like common themes on that around. Actually, like, talking about the themes on the website, I have this idea where, for example, what if we um, while we're building it, we start with like everything dark. So like, you know, dark and like dark color, like very night mode. Mm -hmm. And then huh. we made the like styling in a way where everyone can have their own or like, you know what I mean? Like you can color the website kind of mm -hmm. the, the way you like it, but the base is dark mode. Cause you know, you want to keep it dark for your eyes. <laughs> well, yeah, like, I, I think, um, and then yeah, I've been using, um, a CF, I don't know if it's like necessarily the one we need to use, like, but it's one that I've been using, um, and it's Bulma, Bulma CSS. Okay. And you would literally set a variable at the top that's like yes, yes, yes. dark mode or light mode. Yes. Um, so, um, or, or there's like a, yeah, like a. Yes, and then you just rewrite the CSS. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it would be yeah. cool to, to code up like a really dynamic theme project like for this. Um, if we want to go with Bulma, that's cool. There's um, a few other CSS frameworks we might want to consider. Um, <laughs> wait, um, one's like run by someone in this Discord. Um, but yeah, we, we can we can figure that out. Um, but yeah, like, like that would be cool if like you know we we could make like a open source module for like theme changing or something like that or. Honestly, like if there already is an open source module for theme changing, like that would be even better. Um, what do you think actually about uh, having people uh, color the website the way they like want it, like rewrite the CSS pretty much, and then have just like a switch almost um, when there's settings where they just like 
choose mm -hmm. which one they want and we have like a database with the call themes and they can like actually push them there so everyone can have like maybe their own you know and then you can yeah i i think you know i think that's pretty cool i think um i'm, I'm building a tech app that like uses does some fun stuff with themes where you can like it auto makes gradients like based on um randomly generated colors but yeah at the same time too it's like that's a, a future problem like that's um yeah this is just like for fun maybe if you, you want to like you know do css or like just a fun thing where you want to custom your stuff because i see people custom their uh, uh ides a lot of the time so yeah but no, yeah, that's cool. Please yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, that. like that would be super cool. Yeah, yeah. And some CSS, all the CSS frameworks that are like new and cool, or um, like support that. Like they have all the functionality for that, which is great. Like, I don't want to be picking colors when I'm making a website. If I'm using like a framework, I just want to baseline. Yeah, we could use like um maybe like colors or the the devworks website something like this or it's just keep it like clean and uh kind of darkish so so i think it's just about making basically what we want and keep it dark theme and then everyone can just hmm. maybe add the functionality where people can make their own and then switch it so it's like unnecessary in the beginning but it might be like a fun thing to I don't know. I just like to work on ideas, you know, like create something. Uh, uh, having wireframes, since uh, we are planning for a bunch of people to contribute to this project if we actually start working on it. But judging by the excitement around it, uh, I think that we're going to actually uh, realize this. Um, but yeah, having wireframes uh, for this project would be helpful because people would have a general idea of what this website is supposed to look like uh, and uh, just have general guidelines in, so, uh, in some form or fashion. Um, the uh, following. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I'm happy to be kind of like a leader on this um, work. And it sounds like, yeah, we need a good amount of documentation. We need it's like a few pages of planning and, and structure um, oh, around it, um, that kind of stuff. Um, and then kind of like communicate out, like, here's what we're doing, you know, just summarizing what our our chat has been so far. And, and then um, it can be a little prescriptive on some of like the technologies and implementations, because also like as the Discord admin, I want to kind of have some like management over it and security over it um and that might be like using the discord bot that already like understands those permissions like we have all the the stuff around like your roles and your abilities in different channels um but this is like amazing and i'm i'm really excited to just help facilitate and organize and contribute um to this project yeah same um i've I'm currently currently I am working on a bunch of stuff at work, and I have a side project I'm working on. But absolutely, I have I have free time, but I'm, and I would love to. I just was like, uh, Charlie PC, could you please mute your mic because uh, you're echoing. I apologize. Very sorry. Oh no problem. Man. Um, no worries. 
and uh, I would love to contribute as well. So if uh, anyone ends up needing cool. help, I would, yeah, I would love to chime yeah, in. Yeah, Dennis, I think it's on us. We'll um, have to do a lot of work for this. <laughs> no, 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 when it comes to, well, yeah, absolutely. We're going to do the work for planning it out. But once yeah, yeah, the yeah, open yeah. actually cool, starts cool, rolling cool. out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there'll be a lot of cool stuff going on. Um, awesome. But we're talking in the Discord chat. Like, if anyone had any web dev questions, um, I think the person who was maybe going to ask just left. Um, although, um, but yeah, if anyone like had a topic they wanted to say, like, hey, I'm thinking of learning this framework. Is this framework good? Or um, I joined sort of late. Yeah. Um, what exactly are you guys making? Uh, Dennis, do you wanna do you wanna take that? Uh, could you please could you please take it because I want to go grab a glass of water. I'm thirsty as all. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we're we're like an hour and a half in, maybe more to um, a community discussion slash podcast recording. Um, how about yourself? Okay. We had everyone introduce themselves at the beginning. Would you like to take the chance um, introduce yourselves to? Uh, Folks, now and um, we'll, we'll be broadcasting, rebroadcasting this later. And you know, feel free to plug any cool project you're working on or any asks you. Gotcha, cool. Yeah, I'm Charlie. I'm training to be a front end dev, uh, responsive web design. That that whole thing. Cool. That's awesome. Um, cool. What what CSS frameworks have you been looking at recently? Uh, just SAS so far. Oh, cool, cool. Kind of still um, just using a uh, standard, but I'm st I'm starting to get into SAS. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's probably my favorite language, honestly. You can just do so much with it. <laughs> On topic of SAS, a lot of people just uh, use SAS for uh, nesting, but to be fair, that's pretty much the most powerful. Powerful thing about it, I, I, the, I, I, pretty much, I was, I was bought by, well, I was taken over by SAS because of you know, nest, you know, nesting classes and styles. It's pretty cool. I see. Yeah, that's what I've been reading mostly. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's basically CSS, but it's like pre-compiled. Yeah. 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 So it's like nesting things, and then it just compiles into normal CSS. Yeah, but there's much more to it. You have mixins. Yeah, you have like mixins and like uh, variables and stuff. Yeah. But oh, in the end have... of the day, you have a CSS file. So, like, yeah, you do yeah, have variables in CSS as well, but SAS just makes it way cleaner, in my opinion. True. Yeah. Do you think the browsers will ever support SAS? Uh, that's a tough one. I, I don't think so, actually. I believe yeah. if someone would. Uh, Care, so you could like create an extension for a browser, maybe. Something mm, like that. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That would I would love if browsers would support just like caching libraries. Like, if you could just download your app and say to Google Chrome, which is like you know gigabytes of data or or whatever. Like, hey, React seventeen. Like, just just have that. And then you just like write your app based off of that other library or bootstrap, you know, 3.5. Mm. I don't think there's a chance that browsers would ever pick that up though. It'd be cool. 
but you can do it as like a polyfill. Uh, browser engine devs are pretty much all, uh, ba they're based on all their work on improving performance. So <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, yeah, I think it would really help with performance. Like if you could launch in, yeah. like in CodePen, you go to CodePen and you're like, all right, I want React.js and I want Bootstrap and I want, you know, jQuery or whatever. And then you write your little code. So if that was like embedded in the browser, it would save a lot of bandwidth, um, create page, like make pages load much quicker. Um, it would kind of be like taking CDN caches and making them like built into the browser. Maybe I'll uh, I'll write a proposal for that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, does anyone have does anyone have any questions? Um, when are we starting? Whenever Micro says so. Oh no, okay. I actually uh, while we're like uh, talking about the the whole thing, I uh, came up with like four points, which uh, I don't know where do I post them in like uh, GitHub or. Because I already started for, thinking about the, the page and like everything. So first of yeah, all, yeah. for now, just throw it in the Discord channel and I'm going to work on so getting I, you logged, I, like set up it, on GitHub too. And uh, so something like this, this is what I came to my mind first when you, you were like talking about it. And uh, I don't know, I like to do it like this because it, um, cleans the vision so you just kind of it's it's like making a game where you break it into smaller points and then you just do part by part <laughs> and like see what technology you want to use and like see how, how it's like cool yeah so i think like react js and react or next and like a css framework like bootstrap or chakra is one um that Garrett, who's a mod here, he helps maintain Shocker UI. It's a CSS framework specifically for React. Um, so that's an option. Um, and also like Bootstrap. I, I think, you know, that, that would be key is to use um, a framework like that um, that already supports dark and light mode. And then, um, yeah, we, we can, kind of have that as a given um, built into it. But yeah, I, I think that's that's cool. Um, you know, I'm, I'm more concerned with some of the initial structures of the app, like like how to get to even like a hello world where we're just like showing like a, a body tag that just says hello world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I really, you're, it's really noted um, that you want dark, dark mode, like, <laughs> Well captured. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I mean, let's be real. I think that in 2020, okay, it, I think it, that in, if you make a web in 2021, if you're making a website, I, I think there should be a law, like an IT law, where every single website has to be basically with dark mode. And then you can like have 15 teams you want to, you can do whatever, but start with dark mode, dude. Like, imagine like you have Discord, you have Reddit, you have GitHub, everything dark mode, and then you have the, like this new website, and you like join. And yes, of course, it has a night mode, but it starts with a day mode, and your eyes just go like, dude, 
it's a yikes for your eyes sake. Yeah, you got a light oh, yeah. light and it's dark mode. There is no light mode. <laughs> like, definitely <laughs> designed by a developer. <laughs> Doesn't have a front end to have to work on it. So it's like, yeah, I'm designing a dark mode. That's what my IDE looks like. <laughs> we're actually running up to the two-hour mark right now, and we're actually getting, you know, pretty close to wrapping up. So if anyone, before we close this recording session, if anyone has any questions, no matter if they're related to the topics we've been discussing tonight or uh, uh, just general development questions, please ask them now. Um, one thing, one thing with uh, um, deploying a website, is I still got to get my head around. Like I have everything in backend down except like DNS and and domains. That's what I don't understand. I don't understand how to do that. Like I know what a I know a DNS is basically like a pointer to yes to an IP kind of yeah to the IP but I just don't know how to set it up. Um, it depends if you want the um to use like a um page like name cheap or something. like basically the page where you register your domain and then mm -hmm. you can do DNS like uh, forwarding or um you can make us I believe. I didn't really do that, so wait. There's like a. Oh, sorry, Zikas. No, no, go can ahead. Can I jump in? Thanks, thanks, man. Um, there's a really fun, or I don't know. There's an interview question that like floats around the tech world. That's like, when I open up my web browser and type, click the address bar, and click Google, and click the address bar, and then type in Google.com and hit enter what happens mm -hmm. um and you know there's like a, a whole bunch of levels to that answer but oh yeah one part of that question that it evokes is like the question of dns mm -hmm. um and that that's sort of where it comes into play so you open up your web browser you type in like and on sports.com um or whatever your um website is and then yeah. hit enter and it's like so so what what happens um basically um then the like the default domain name server so for example like google's 8.8.8.8 they yeah. uh, take it and they look up what is it assigned like the the name as it as the domain is assigned to like which server and it just redirects to the ip yep. because it's easier for like human beings to you know like, yeah exactly yeah. so it's, it's so, actually so very simple so, so your question on like hosting and DNS, it's like DNS is just, there's this uh, database that collectively all the web browsers like agree to use um, that tells your web browser how to find your server. Like, yes. mm -hmm. do you have more questions about that or do you have questions about other ways that you're hosting or other issues with your server and your website? Um, yeah. Nigga, shut up, go get some bitches. Uh, uh, I think uh, his question was not uh, how it works, but how is there how many ways there are to set it up, right? Yeah, right. yeah. I was more asking how how exactly do you go about setting up a domain or DNS, and like if you go to DoGoDaddy or Namecheap or whatever it is and buy a domain, and it might do it for you or something like that. But um, so if I just have something let's say deployed to Roku, and then I go out and buy a domain. I mm -hmm. I don't know how to set up DNS between that. 
Usually cool. the cool. pages itself I've got something hosted on Heroku myself. So I've done that exact same procedure if you want to help with that. Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, do, um I'll I'll be I'll give a concise answer for, for how I do that. I would um you know it dep it depends on where I buy the domain from. Um like maybe you can buy it from Google. Um and maybe they do hosting, but I would use I've been using Cloudflare for DNS. And I found yeah. them really, really good, and and it's free. I think you yeah. can buy a domain from Cloudflare, but I'm not sure. Is that possible? Um, but it doesn't really matter where you buy the domain. So you buy the domain even from GoDaddy, and then you <laughs> set your DNS servers um, yes, you can, as Cloudflare. Yes, do it for example, like. Yeah. So so you just um, buy your domain and then go to Cloudflare for DNS and follow all their instructions. But your DNS provider, when you buy the domain, what you're buying is an entry in this global database. That yeah. entry will say your domain and then Cloudflare. Yeah, yeah. And then within Cloudflare, like you'll be able to do all this cool stuff, including DNS. And right, yeah, that, ask any follow-up questions you have about that. Um, uh, uh, to me or anyone else on the server, but it's like really good, like their DNS service. Yeah, they, I'm pretty sure Cloudflare has really uh, good DDoS protection. I think they're so I'll I'll look into that. They're pretty. They're pretty that, that's my personal suggestion. Yeah, because even though the really be big uh, pages that sell, okay. Well, so the big pages like Namecheap or anything like that where mm -hmm. they sell domain names they usually have like a pretty good panel to manage your stuff when it comes to dns but some people want to like go more custom and they decide to go for example to like cloudflare right yeah but it depends really like what actually do you want to do with it because i guess you're just going to get the domain name right and then redirect it like do you want to change yeah. anything or do you want to just no probably not i'm just just gonna keep it how it is. Yeah, I, I don't think there's gonna be people DDoSing, so but yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're scared I, you can do that. I'm not I'm not I'm not scared of that. I just I just just stating that. But you can also uh actually have your uh domain set up in a normal way, but then basically by cloud for protection, so you don't have to do anything like that, kind of. Mm. <clears throat> But I, I don't think you're gonna need it unless you have some actual trolls oh. with a huge power. You, you can um you can buy a domain from Cloudflare. Um, so I would suggest doing that, and and um, definitely like as uh, Zekus is saying, like you could totally do it through Namecheap and be fine. You could totally through it. You can do also it. do Google domains if you use if you're from right, yeah. or yeah. But just okay. you know, if, if you could pick, I would say Cloudflare. Yeah. Um, but you know, but you don't need like their like security and their protection, but it just means like their service is fast and reliable, so you don't okay. really have to be worried about it. So with one of my with my with my client, I kind of I kind of just um I think I just used Heroku, and he was fine without a domain for now, and eventually he says he's gonna buy one, but when he does. How should I? How should I go about that? Or, or a better question would be: If I get another client, how exactly mm -hmm. do I, like, 
deliver a website to them through a domain and all of that. I don't understand. If I just have all the ownership to it, and then they pay me for for what? I don't. Oh, like so you want to buy the domain? They pay me and, stuff. and then you kind of rent it to them. Uh, I don't mm -hmm. know how. I don't know how I should do that. I mean, uh, you can There's... sometimes redirect, um, use like redirection. So someone goes to a domain name and then it redirects to something else. But I guess you don't want to do that. So mm -hmm. if he's using a Heroku app, um, I think you should ask um, TJ Steele, right? Because he has experience. Because what I did was usually like Cloudflare because gambling websites got DDoS so much, like every single day. Yeah. So yeah, we had to have it. But yeah, I mean, I Heroku wise, a... um, when you go into the application on Heroku, I've just got it loaded up here. You go into the settings of your application, mm -hmm. and there's an option on there to add a domain. Oh, and basically, if you've bought a domain name um, on the domain name site, so if you've bought it from like GoDaddy or whatever, you'll yeah. be able to enter a DNS target on there. Okay. And when you add the domain on Heroku, it gives you a DNS target. So okay. like it'll give you some random string, which is like sleepy beaver dash loads of random characters on mine. Like dot right. com and then you put that in your DNS like your domain name site, so like GoDaddy or whatever. And then that'll automatically link up to Heroku. So mm -hmm. then you'll go to the domain name you've bought and then it'll land you on the Heroku application. Interesting. I think the only thing with that if you want to do SSL, so like HTTPS, you do have to have yeah. a, at least a hobby server on Heroku, but if um, you were selling this to someone anyway, you'd want to do that so that it's online 24-7 anyway, right? Yeah. Can you actually check if uh, this is what it, like, is this what uh, should work, right? Because I'm looking at it right now, but like custom domains for Heroku. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is exactly it. So you see, like, Halfway down the page, you've got the C name www. Um, yeah. And then the target is like whispering willow dash some number at herokudns.com. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much the same as mine. So, like my online race manager app, it's just like, I'll show you what my thing looks like. So, I've got a few subdomains hooked up to mine. So, it looks like this, like in the other end. Yeah, you can also do SSL and like even wildcards, I think. Yeah. So, that's basically what it looks like on the domain name side. And that's awesome. on like a paid for um, domain, like yeah. a paid for Dino on Heroku. Oh, so you just redirect the domain name to the Heroku like domain kind of target? Yeah, kind of. So that when I go to like, say on there, like ezt.onlineracingmanager.com, that'll load me up. Did you, did you have any issues with uh, SSL though, like setting it up? I've <laughs> done it all for me. It's just like. You put the DNS target in, and it kind of automatically does the SSL for you. Oh, okay. Heroku is like a platform as a service, so it is really good in terms of like you need to do as little config as you would think. To be fair, where if you wanted to deploy it onto something like AWS, you can configure it more, but you then have to actually configure more. It doesn't do as much for you. Hmm. Where the thing with Heroku, it does most of this stuff for you which is pretty cool.
Oh yeah, definitely one uh, very important thing: do not buy domains from GoDaddy. That's like I know people will say it's like okay, dude, but like their strategy where they bought domains that you just looked up, and like that, dude, don't don't buy it, GoDaddy. Like, like I've been yeah, on- one for this one. I used like one and one Ionos or something because it was like a quid for a year. <laughs> Yeah, because basically, um, I remember when I was starting with the whole domain thing, and I did a lot of research. I didn't really like people said like Google domains, name cheap, name silo, something like that. So there was like a few good ones, but the most thing that people said was do not use GoDaddy because they not only, for example, when you look up for a domain name on their page and it's free, or like you can uh, buy it. But you don't, then they will buy it and they will charge you more for it then. Yeah, then you'll go back like a week later or something. Oh, I want to buy it now. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. That's One, we know you want it. We're going to charge you for it. <laughs> yeah. And they also would have, uh, I knew, uh, my friend told me when he tried to once uh, move his domain, they would like, the tech support like wouldn't really respond to it or help him. Like, he, he it took him like two months to move it. Yeah, that sounds a bit shit. And also, when you try uh, to re like after a year or whatever, you try to rebuy it again or like uh, continue the subscription, kind of. Um, you also have to do it. I think it you have to do it like a month before or something like that. I'm not too sure because I don't use it because people told me to not to. So I think I've got one on them as well because it was free. Like I think it was like, again a quid for a year, but. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so, yeah. like, right, Does anyone have experience with quick, that? Yeah. Hmm. Anyhow, folks, uh, we're we're running up on the two-hour mark now, and uh, I think I believe it's time for us to uh, wrap this recording up. Alrighty. Uh, um, first of all, I would, I would sorry, I just to... had a really quick non-technical question. If I could ask that, maybe. Absolutely. Um, I was just gonna say I asked in the chat earlier because one of the main reasons I joined like this like subreddit and Discord was because I'm trying to learn, and uh, like I think what was most helpful for me when I was learning programming first in general, but I'm a complete uh, newbie to web dev is to have like a mentor or something that I can check in with like for a very short period of time periodically, uh, whatever works, like once a week, once every two weeks. And um, I was wondering if you guys like had anything like that or like I'm sure there would be demand if you kind of had like a mentor mentee pairing service, not like a service, but like just like a channel for that or some kind of avenue. So I just kind of wanted to bring that up and hear your guys' thoughts on that. Do you mean like someone to like review your own code or something? Yeah, because I mean, the problem with like starting something very new is you don't even like, really under, like it's hard to even come up with a learning plan for yourself and to follow and not go down yeah. like red holes that are inefficient, right? So that's why it, it's not like having a teacher that teaches you every day, but it's just like once a week or once every two weeks just to check in and then say like, okay, are you on the right track kind of deal? Yeah, I mean, yeah. somebody just to point you in the right direction of like, this is what kind of language Actually, you want to so look at. A lot of people that know different uh, te technologies. Maybe that would be also a good thing for the website, where you we would have like for different frameworks and languages, like um, road trips kind of, or points. Like, if you want to start with this, you do first this, 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 and like, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I mean, that's a good so idea. So you don't need like a someone to mentor somebody else but like a place right more like where the people who know they kind of mentor the technology and then you just kind of 
So it's more yeah, in like, I mean, like, like um, so I'm doing a lot with Angular, and the way I learned best on there was actually there's a tutorial on the Angular site called Tour of Heroes, and that teaches you all of like the fundamentals for it. Which that's always a good place to start for things like that. But just knowing that, like when you're starting out, is quite hard because you go on Google, for, look for a tutorial for something, and there's like a million of them show up. And you never know what's good or bad. <laughs> Um, yeah, exactly. That's kind of the problem that I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, sadly, you do not have uh, such a channel or such people that that I know of on the server that are you know mentoring people in such a way or fashion. But you should have sadly you should have joined uh, earlier because we were talking about we were talking about pair programming and actually topics related to that. Uh, so if uh, it would be great if you would uh, uh, check in. Uh, if you go to the podcast uh, podcast uh, text channel, which is right above us, uh, in the channel description, there's the link to the podcast itself. Uh, also, also, um, yeah, the micro just opened up a text channel called Mentor Mentee um, uh, as well on the server. So that's probably something that we will look into later on. Uh, yeah, JQ. I think that's cool. Um, I'm excited. Like, if people pick up on that, um, so I, I just made a, a channel for it in the Discord, um, and I'll pen an announcement or we'll, we'll yeah that just says like, and we need like a description for the channel. But I mean that that sounds great. And if people pick up on it, we can keep the channel up. Um, if you know no one's using it, um, we'll get rid of it. But yeah, it's a cool idea. Thanks for yeah, sharing absolutely. it. Um, would you mind adding like an introduction to yourself and the type of mentor you're looking for? Sure. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks for the idea. And um, yeah, maybe I'll take uh, you up on that. Yeah. Thanks for uh, setting this up. Also, to answer your question, uh, to finalize the answer to, to my answer to your question. Uh, we talked to something similar to this about actually having people talk about programming and you know helping each other in such a form of fashion uh, earlier in this episode. And you can check it out once it's up uh, in the uh, link uh, to, uh, on the podcast link, which I'm gonna send to you right now. Uh, but yeah, uh, if does anyone else have any questions that we can quickly? quickly answer and then uh we are about to uh wrap this uh episode up um so quick question summing this whole thing up basically everyone is um having ideas so um it, it is a good idea to have a place to like put them all and like you know uh, do research on them so is anyone like interested in starting it like anyone want to talk up after the podcast like about it like or, you know, like anyone interested in starting it like now, like ASAP? Um, for me, it's 11 p.m., so I can't stay on too long, but. Yeah, yeah, I've got a bell. Um, I have some okay. uh, personal obligations, but we'll, we'll, we'll keep it going. And if um, you want to keep it moving, I actually created a channel um, on the bottom uh, of the side panel called Web App. Okay. Um, so we can um you know chat in here but yeah i'm i'm busy for the next few hours okay 
Yeah, I'm about to. Yeah, I'm 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 busy mm-hmm. as well right now, so I'm I'm about to wrap this up right now as we speak. I, I would love to oh. thank everyone for uh, joining us once again for uh, the R slash Up podcast. Uh, I would like I would love for everyone to you know enjoy the rest of their evening and uh, have a lot of fun. If anyone has any questions and uh, would like to get in touch, uh, please DM me. I'm available when you see me online. And uh, that's it for me. You guys joined the Discord, by the way, right? Awesome. And big thanks to Dennis for uh, having the initiative to get this re- restarted. Thanks, Dennis. Yay. Oh, thank you, man. Awesome. Again, thanks to everyone else.